Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to this episode 156 of the WP Builds podcast. This episode is entitled, WordPress Forms is a Crowded Space. So we launched WP Forms. It was published on Thursday the 28th of November 2019. My name's Nathan Wrigley and I'd like to just introduce you to a couple of things. Now if you're listening to this on the date that it was published then you will well know that Black Friday is tomorrow and WP Builds we have put together a comprehensive page over at wpbuilds.com forward slash black. It's a list of over 120 WordPress products things like hosting themes plugins and so on and it's all filterable and searchable. Click on the yellow search and filter button and you can you can sort of hone down and narrow into the plugin that you want be that by category or price or just by typing in its name so yeah make use of some of those I really appreciate it if you do click on those links some of them are affiliate links and it really really will help the WP Builds podcast and all that we do here so that URL once more wpbuilds.com forward slash black for all of your Black Friday needs the other link I'd like to mention is wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Over there you'll be able to join us, make use of all of the buttons to join us on every channel that we put our content out on. So it's things like podcast players, YouTube and so on and so forth. And also there's some forms on there where you can subscribe to get updated about the podcast and also any deals that we hear about as and when they come up. And the final URL I want to share with you is wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise if you'd like to get your WordPress product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience like these guys have done. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by Cloudways. Cloudways is a managed cloud-based hosting platform for WordPress. Unlike others, they let you choose the servers from top cloud providers like Google Cloud, Amazon and DigitalOcean. There are no restrictions on the number of websites per server. So you could try Cloudways using the promo code WPBUILDS and with that you'll get $20 free hosting credit. And Page Builder Cloud. Work faster in your page builder of choice by reusing your cloud save templates. Import and export any layout to any of your WordPress websites. Page Builder Cloud works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, Breezy, Gutenberg and many more. You can get a free trial up and running today at pagebuildercloud.co and WP Feedback. Are client communications eating up all of your time? If so, check out WP Feedback. It's a visual feedback tool for WordPress that is specifically designed to get you and your clients on the same page. And you can check that out at wpfeedback.co. And we thank all of our sponsors for helping us to put on the WP Builds podcast. Right, let's get on with the main event, shall we? The purpose of the podcast today is WP Forms. We have Jared Atchison, who is the, the founder of WP Forms. It's quite an interesting story about how the whole thing got started. And really what we learn is that Jared, even though WP Forms is in a hugely competitive marketplace, so there's a load of incumbent form plugins that you can get. And um, when we were having the interview, one of the first things I wanted to know is why would you launch a product in this arena? You know, there's so many different rivals that people can choose. It seems like um, you'd be better off finding some other uncrowded space. And so we talk about that. We also get into the features that WP Forms has, what their UVP is. And you'll learn that that's all about creating forms really, really quickly. 
and things like what the power features are, what power users might be able to do with WP forms, and the, the roadmap, what's coming in the future. It's a really interesting uh, discussion. Uh, I know that probably many of you are users of WP forms, many of you may not be, so it might be worth listening to see if see if Jared's got any suggestions for, for why you might like to look again at WP forms as a possible WordPress forms option. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello there, welcome to the WP Builds podcast. Once again, we're on the interview stage, and today, all the way from Texas in the United States, we have Jared Atchison, and I've now said it correctly. Hello, Jared. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, good. Uh, as is always the case, it's it always seems a bit contrived because Jared and I have been chatting for about five minutes before this, and uh, but here we are anyway. We're just sort of introducing ourselves to you guys on the line. Jared is here today. Um, I do not think that at any point in the WP Builds podcast history, I don't think we've had anybody on talking about contact forms, which seems strange. Because one of the things that I do as soon as I install WordPress is stick a stick a, a contact form plugin of some kind on. So it's a really, really common request. I'm sure you've all heard of WP Forms before. Now, I don't know the exact age, but it's not as old as some of its rivals. So that kind of leads me to my first question, Jared. When you um when you decided to build a contact form plugin, w- why did you do that considering that the market was already pretty full? Yeah, sure. That's a great question. And as regarding our age, you're right. So we actually just had our three-year anniversary in March. So uh, three three whole years. We're all grown up now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a great question on kind of how we decided to um, enter that. And there's like a little backstory behind that. And basically, so my business partner, for those who don't know, is uh, Syed Balki, who, of course, uh, Awesome Motive has other products like uh, OptiMonster, Monster Insights. He's the brainchild behind WP Beginner and stuff. So very, very well known within the WordPress community uh, and very successful. So he's my business part in, in WP Forms. So some years ago, uh, before WP Forms existed, we were chatting and um, just kind of, uh, it was at actually a Cabo Press, the first Cabo Press that Chris Lima put together. Oh, nice. And we were, we were just chatting about things and our frustrations and everything like that. And uh Somehow, some way, I don't re- really recall how, but uh, the the topic of contact forms came up, and uh, it was probably a mostly one-sided conversation because at the think at the time I was probably just ranting about how um, my clients can very rarely do that. Are they able to figure out how contact forms work? You know, it usually works like they email me and they say, "Hey, we have a new secretary, Susie. Uh, we need to make sure she's copied on all all of our existing contact forms." How the heck do we do that? Mm. Well, typically what I do is I'm like, well, I can just send them like a 10 step checklist on how to do this or I'll just go do that, go do it for them. Know it gets done right. And like, you know, not have to do it. So, um, yeah, so we were just kind of talking about, you know, uh, just the current solutions out there that are very powerful, but are can be hard to use for anyone who's not very technical. And Syed comes to this from uh, the approach of WP Beginner. So running WP Beginner, uh, which obviously tailors a a lot to beginners, he sees firsthand what users have trouble with. Um, And I think as developers, mostly we have blinders on, right? Mm. Like we don't, we just assume that everyone knows how to do, uh, you know, normal tasks and stuff like that. So we just started talking about it and that kind of sparked our conversation because, you know, I was complaining how it was complicated and he was like, oh yeah, I see that 
and and our users all the time no one can figure out how to use anything like you know what's even worse is contact form 7 like try figuring that out if you're new to wordpress you know that type of thing and uh yeah so from there it would just it would spark conversation or whatever and uh you know some some time later we kind of revisited that and it was kind of one of those like hey you know about that conversation we had with you know about contact forms uh what, what if there's a better way, you know? There's some very powerful and very uh, successful solutions out there. But, uh, you know, Syed believed that the market was big enough for uh, another person. And, you know, his uh, intuition definitely proved right. Yeah, I mean, he's got the he's got all the chops, hasn't he? You know, everything that he touches seems to turn to gold. So certainly somebody to listen to. I remember back in the day when it all began, I, I probably subscribed to your marketing very early on because it feels like all the steps that you're describing there, I kind of know. And uh, I, I don't know quite how I know it. So I must have been listening from the beginning. And I remember that the the sort of the UVP right at the very start was look, you're going to install this plugin and we're going to bring inside of that plugin a whole bunch of different templated scenarios that you can just click a button and that kind of form, that kind of form that you always need uh, is going to be ready for you. So we'll we'll give you a, a bunch of them for this use case and that use case. And that was kind of where where I began to sort of prick my ears up and notice it. Is that is that kind of still your unique value proposition? Are you still the form builder that's easy to get started with? Oh, 100%. I think without a doubt. And that that's honestly like really our focus in our litmus test is, um, you know, we pride ourselves in being easy to use. And, you know, while we do have some areas where we're very powerful, um, but just all around easy to use. In fact, one of our um, core values is simplicity. Like we have five core values and that's one of them. And we, we pretty much reference that daily in, um, you know, changes we're making to the plugin, feature requests, when we're designing out new areas of the plugin. Um, I'd like to say that we really pay attention to that probably more than anyone else, which has, uh, you know, been obviously worked well for us. But but yeah, that's that's the huge thing. And it, it, it is in, you know, you can see that in the templates, right? Like who wants to create uh, a template from scratch when you can at least have a starting point and speed up the process. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, simplicity is just... Um, just huge. And, you know, we kind of have this like internal thing of like, hey, when you're working on a feature or doing something or whatever, like what happens if your mom tries to use it? Because I don't know how like, your mom, I, like, I don't know how like your mom is, but like my mom or my parents, like, you know, they're, they're a little bit older and like, you know, I think they've been using outlook.com for like forever yeah. uh, or uh, the outlook app. And, you know, they're, they kind of fumble through things, but and they kind of get there, but not very gracefully. Yep. So that's that's kind of like our litmus test because, you know, as as I said earlier, as developers, we kind of have this bias towards like, oh, everything, you know, it's not that hard to figure out. It's not that hard to figure out. But when you look at uh, the actual WordPress demographic as a whole, like if we get out out of our developer blinders and like you don't consider the the thousand people that read WP Tavern, you're right. Like when you get out of our little bubble and you look at the the WordPress users as a whole, you're going to find that the the vast majority of them are beginners. Yeah, that that is a that's a thing which continually 
I don't know why, but I kind of forget that there's this massive, massive amount of people who just use WordPress as a as a publishing platform. They're just not interested in the stuff that I'm interested in. They don't care about plugins. They don't care about uh, servers or anything like that. All they want to do is to have the capability to log in, achieve what they want to do from the publishing point of view. And that basically means writing text and clicking a button to make it go live. And that's it. Anything above and beyond that is too much. And it's of no interest to them um, and that that is I don't know what the statistics are but it, it, I'm sure it's the vast majority of WordPress users are those kind of users yeah so from you know from the get-go it was like okay well th- those are the users that we want to like cater to we're not going to do anything to purposely say developers we don't want you we do have powerful features that developers use and you know our plugin is very extendable in, in multiple places and whatnot but as far as from like a marketing and um, kind of core value things, it's those beginner users. And and that was to, you know, kind of scratch our own itch, right? Like the Syed has all these people at WP Beginner that are beginners and, uh, you know, they can't figure out how to use Contact Form 7, which who can, uh, you know, and I had clients that couldn't figure out how to use other solutions and stuff like that. So we were like, well, you know what, let's just, everyone's in the, in the contact form space, it largely felt like the interfaces are different and across different solutions or whatever. But in uh, in many ways, it felt like everyone was copying everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. And, yeah, and that's and that's fine. Sometimes that works. Like I'm not, um, you know, people are going to do what they want to do. But that we knew from day one, that's not the approach that we wanted to uh, wanted to take. We just kind of were going to beat to our own drum, so to speak, and and see where it takes us. So let's let's say then that the the person listening to this podcast uh, has never used uh, WP forms before. You know, they've used some some rivals. And they've taken a punt, they've got themselves a license and they've, you know, they've gone through the typical install process. The plugin has been installed, the plugin has been activated. Uh, can you walk us through, I don't know how many steps it's going to be, but let's say we want a simple contact us form like you would find on any brochure website. Can you go through how long that's going to take and how many clicks it's going to actually take to do? Yeah, sure. So um, I actually don't have the exact number of clicks, but yeah. I think it's somewhere around like eight. Okay. And um, <laughs> we we actually have uh, we actually have a feature that was just it was huge. We, we came out in I believe uh, last fall, sometime something like that. Um, and it's it's revolutionary in the sense that no one else does this, and it's directly speaking to what you said. And so our feature is called the WP Forms Challenge. And what the WP Forms Challenge says is you should be able to create your contact form or whatever type of simple form you want, have it embedded inside your contact page or whatever, and like basically be ready to start collecting uh, leads or entries in under five minutes. Okay. And to prove that and to help users do this, we have the WP Forms Challenge. And um, I don't have a screencast here, but I'll t- basically give you the gist of it. The WP Forms Challenge is when you go to, you, you install WP Forms and you activate it. Um, if you go to any WP Forms related settings page, so you're looking to add a new form, you're looking to add your license key, whatever that may be. For first time users, you will see a widget in the bottom right hand corner uh, with our Sully the Bear icon that says, hey, Take the WP Forms Challenge. Create your first form in like under five minutes. And what you do is from there, right there, you click it and it walks you through the entire process. So you click it, bam, opens the form builder, walks you through the three-step process in like, you know, do you want to add more fields? 
check your notification settings, you know, that type of thing. After you do that, I believe it's step four, automatically takes you to uh, a page editor. So if you have a contact page, we find that and automatically open it. If not, we create you a new contact page um, and basically walk you through either adding a block if you're on 5.0 plus or uh, you know doing the old tiny MC modal type of thing. So we literally walk through users the entire step of the way to get their first form added. And that has been immensely valuable. I mean, to me, that's, again, that's not a hard process, right? Everyone knows, oh, go to TinyMC, there's this add form button, right? Like, you only think twice about it. But for normal users, that's yeah. not, yeah, yeah, or yeah. beginner users, I say that they don't, they don't, they don't even know what a block is, right? No. So no. By, hand, by hand holding them, and it's been immensely valuable to us. So we have a, uh, we have the feedback thing in there. So when you complete the challenge at the very end, and the whole time you're doing this, there's a timer, right? So you can see if you're meeting <laughs> the challenge time. Yeah. And uh, when you get to the end, so you complete the challenge by either uh, saving you know, your contact page or whatever page with, with the embed in it. So either the block or the, the short code. And so when you complete that, if it's over five minutes, or if it's under five minutes, you know, completed the challenge, so to speak, you know, it's like, oh, congrats, you know, thanks for, uh, you you did it, you know, that type of thing. And if you take longer than five minutes to add your form, we display another message that says, tell us why. Nice. And we give them a form right there, right there on the page that submits the feedback straight to us. Because we want to know where the breakdown is. You know, what, what are we doing wrong that you couldn't do this in five minutes? And uh, we take that very seriously. In fact, me and Syed uh, met up about a month ago and that's one of the things we did. We literally went through, it was like five, 500 plus uh, different entries of people who submitted uh, this form that they were not able to create their form in five minutes. And uh, a lot of them were just like, oh, you know, taking my time or what, it wasn't you. I just wanted to build a more complex form, you know, that type of thing. But some of them were very valid concerns that we didn't think about. Um, so we were able to leverage that feedback and now we're using it in, you know, up, upcoming updates to improve our product and make it even easier. So that's just the kind of attention to detail that we uh, really like to have and, you know, helps us really cater to users who um, are new to WordPress. If I install the plugin, then let's let's assume that I've I've managed to do this straightforward five minute install, and that's all worked out for me, and I'm happy with that. But now I want to use a different um, arrangement of form fields and what have you. We talked a moment ago about the templates. Uh, is there a kind of like a template page where you can go and look at the the variety of of different forms available? Is that kind of like an uh, an open initiative? Do you have members of your community contributing templates into the project, or is it all just run by you? How, how do we? How does that all work? Yeah, that's a great question, and that's uh, an area that we're uh, working on, kind of improving. But right now, all the templates are kind of sourced and done on our end just okay. as we get requests and stuff like that. I believe somewhere on the form builder, there's a link that's like, you know, if you don't find a template that you would expect to find or that you would like, it links to a, a suggestion page on our site. And, you know, periodically we go through that and try to figure out, you know, ones that make sense and, and add those. So, yeah, right now those are kind of sourced um, from us. But in the future, we definitely want to figure out a way to make it easier for, if anything, just make the suggestion uh, page more prominent because I would like to, um, the templates are just immensely useful. But yeah. at the end of the day, we, we can only think of so many different, you know, 
templates and scenarios or whatever. Yep. But that doesn't mean that what we're not thinking of is like not valid, right? So we, we want to have everything open to where like, hey, if you have this idea, like even though we couldn't think about it, it's probably good, you know? So we want to have users be able to supply that easier. Some of the um, page builders, as well as the, the Gutenberg project, there's now this notion of this Gutenberg cloud. And I think the intention really is that so that Gutenberg itself could be, um, I know you guys say Gutenberg, but I say Gutenberg. Um, <laughs> if, if, if it's possible to suck those up into the cloud so that everybody's got access to the same um, templates or blocks. Um, and the same with sort of page builders, you know, although they're proprietary and Beaver Builders got their own repository uh -huh. and, and, you know, Elementor, that that's, feels to me like a like a shift that's going on at the moment, that all of these services will, will have stuff in the cloud that you can you can access at your leisure and, and, and users can contribute back to it. And I just feel that would be a, a nice addition. Um, so, okay, we've got ourselves the plugin installed. We're, um, we're exploring it and we're trying to work out where its value lies and we've figured out for ourselves, yeah, this is really easy. I like the way that I can get myself a, a decent form going. So in terms of its complexity, um, is there anything that you, you want to speak about in terms of, you know, stuff that you've developed over the time that you're proud of, particular integrations, features that you think don't often get talked about that people ought to know about? Yeah, absolutely. Another great question. So, you know, one of our things, uh, which speaks back to obviously simplicity and, uh, you know, our, our target demographic is we don't really have the any desire to include the kitchen sink, which uh, depending on your outlook, even as a developer, like you may agree with that or you may not agree with that. So we're very selective and the features that we try to um, or that we, we plan on including. So obviously we have things like conditional logic, which our conditional logic has gotten pretty robust and supports a bunch of different fields, has a boatload of different uh, logic conditions you can apply and stuff like that. So we have kind of like what you're expected, but um, we've just been adding really things that um, I guess you could say not very many other people are doing. I don't want to say no one else is doing this because, uh, you know, there are, but not, not as many of the, the big people. And so one of the things was like, um, our, one of the, I would say the thing I'm most proud of that we've done recently is our conversational forms add-on. Yeah, and that so looks just, really nice. It is, really it is nice. Like just, it is just fantastic. And that was just something that, uh, you know, we kind of came up with the idea of, of I don't know, probably in end of last year, and then just kind of got things in motion. And just the way it turned out, we were just blown away and reception of it has been very good. But, you know, that's just one of those things that, uh, you know, you don't see a lot of other people that I know of um, that have a, a solution like that. Another thing, we have another add-on that's form pages. Uh, so our form pages, essentially, if you're familiar with like Google Survey or Google Google Forms, how, you, how it creates like a standalone little landing page, you know, with mm -hmm. like a mm -hmm. container, simple design type of thing. So that's exactly what we found valuable is that, okay, if you're uh, sending an email to your newsletter or something like that, and you want to ask them a basic survey or, or anything along those lines, you know, you don't always want to dump that into into like a page, right? And yeah, like not it's all extra things, steps. You got to make the page, yeah. right? And not all themes have a landing page template. Some do, some don't. 
Um, but then you don't necessarily just want to use a full page because you don't want to distract them from completing the survey. You don't want to show them all the navigation and everything. You just want to show them the form. So that was kind of like, you know, before conversational forms was a form pages one. And it's very similar to Google Forms. You know, it just gives you a standalone page where you can like tweak the colors and a few minor other things. But it's just kind of a no BS, like here's your form type of thing. Perfect for sending, uh, you know, surveys and stuff like that out to your community or your customers or anything. So Do you just tick just, a box to make that happen. Is it like check a box yeah. and we're done? Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. Nice. And of course, there's more options like you can add the description that shows up at the top and you can even add your company logo. So you have like a very minimal amount of uh, personalizing it, but we don't let you go crazy because that kind of defeats the point of mm -hmm. using it. Right. Um, so that that's a. Uh, those two add-ons are kind of our more recent thing. Um, another thing that I'm really proud of that we did that's actually really complex is um, our surveys and polls add-on. And for whatever reason, it doesn't really get talked about probably as much as I feel like it should. And this this came out probably a year ago. But our surveys and polls add-on is uh, it's just, it's very robust. It's very, uh, the tracking on it's very, very good. I, I can probably safely say it's better than pretty much any other solution out there that I've uh, played around with, which is, which is a lot of them. So that's, that's been another one. We have the MPS field, the Liker field, um, you know, you can generate your reports, you can export things as PDF. And um, what's really clever is the way we did the survey add on is if you up, like if you're a basic user and you upgrade to pro, then you can retroactively create survey results from, like pat you know forms oh, that already right. exist yeah things which have yeah, already so run the course yeah so exactly so it's not like we're just introducing like new uh, survey fields type things like the surveys can be include certain field types and if you're already using that then that can be included so um that that was really helpful but those are some of the things that um you know those are the type of things we like to focus on is what's going to provide a just immensely amount of value to yeah. users like do I want to provide a hundred different features that like, you know, okay, yeah, some will use this, some will do that or, you know, something like conversational forms or surveys or form pages, um, you know, just gets, gets, provides more value, I feel so. The best place to find out about all of these things uh, that Jared's talking about is actually to go to wpforms.com. So it's wpforms, no no hyphens, nothing like that, uh, .com forward slash features. And there you'll see a whole laundry list of um, all the things that are added in. And I'll probably just mention some of the ones that I know we're going to get asked about. So typically, everybody's going to want to know, can I do payments? Yes, you know, PayPal, Stripe, they're all in there. What are the, what are the autoresponder integrations? Well, you've got things like Aweber, MailChimp, uh, you've got um, Active Cam sorry, Campaign Monitor, Drip, uh, and Get Response in there. Uh, you know, you've got all the usual stuff like anti-spam. You can do user registrations. There's file uploads. As we said, the conditional logic, instant notifications, the polls. Uh, the, I'm not even scratching the surface. There's absolutely loads uh, in there that, that you could really have a, a, a long, long look at. But I, I want to go back to the conversation. I, I'm going to say conversational. Was it conversational or conversation? Uh, uh, conversation. Yeah, conversational forms. Right, because this is very cool. And I think probably it was the thing that made me reach out to you, um, the email that came about that one and looking at it and thinking, boy, they've they've really stepped up here. So 
I okay, I'm going to struggle to describe what this looks like unless you've seen it before, in which case you go, oh, yeah, it's obvious. But it's kind of like the whole page is taken over by one field at a time. And as you complete that field, and it's a bit bigger than, than it normally is, as you complete that field, it sort of slides up and out of the way and fades away. And then the next one, which was kind of slightly revealed beneath it, it pops up and, and it's all pointy, clicky, mobile-friendly awesomeness. It's breathtaking. I think you can take a bow. You know, it's great. Yeah, it's it was it turned out like I said, um, just better than I ever could have imagined. And our our dev team did a fantastic job. But yeah, that's really the goal for this. So, um, you know, form pages is kind of one one version of this. That other add-on that I mentioned, where you can kind of create this little landing page. But this is like taking it to the next level. Um, and I think the you did a pretty good job describing describing the the flow of things. The only thing I would add is if you are familiar with uh, Typeform, yes. I think is the big the biggest service that has something like this. There yeah. are others, but that's the yeah. biggest one. Um, you know, it's it's very similar to that. But really, you know, it's um, it's it's kind of like the goal of this is to it's like having a face to face conversation, right? Yep. Like you're you're giving them one question at a time. You're not overwhelming them with like. Here's our, you know, 15 different questions. It's kind of more of like a casual chat on the patio, like, you know, one question at a time type of feel. And uh, we just thought that was really neat. I mean, I'm not even a Typeform, you know, user or anything like that. But we just thought, wow, this is, you know, this is just fun. It, and, it is really um, neat. It's just an ingenious con conception, isn't it? The idea that one thing at a time, you've got a slight reference, very subtle, that something else might be coming once you complete that one. Does it, um, just out of interest, does it give you, because I can't recall, does it give you an indication of where you're at in the flow? So let's say there are 15 uh, fields. Is there a sort of an indication that you've got 14 more to go anywhere or is it literally one at a time, one at a time, we eventually we'll get to the end? No, absolutely. There is a, uh, towards the bottom when you're, you're playing around with it, there's a progress indicator yep. where you can either do like a percentage, like, hey, you're, uh, you know, 20% complete or you can do like one out of five, like a numerical yep. uh, percentage and stuff. So there is like a little indicator there very at the very bottom, not very big, so it doesn't distract you. But that way, uh, especially if, if you're getting longer than like five or six questions, you know, at that point, users might start to wonder, like, when the hell is this going to end type yep. of thing? So the, it, it kind of lets them see the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, the thing is, it's kind of like perfect for the, the modern internet consumption device, which is the mobile phone. You know, you, you can't really, I don't know, when that when that phone keyboard pops up and you've got like half of a screen available to you, you, you can't really, and often those form fields get pushed out of the way, so you have to sort of drag back to where you're at. Oh, and it's, it, it's just really great i was wondering does it um like does it is there a capability let's say that you have a really long form is there a capability to sort of get the data as it's being submitted or does it always submit on submit so it always submits on submit okay but we do have uh another add-on that's like sort of addresses that for site administrators which is our form abandonment add-on right and basically what that add-on does is if someone completes uh let's see you have a contact form with like six fields and they put in their name and email and like start typing then they're like yeah hey, you know what and then they leave your site um what the form of abandonment add-on does is try to capture that yep, yep and like provide you the information so that you can uh follow up with that lead and you know potentially see if you can 
get more information from them or whatever. But, but no, they, we don't have uh, it doesn't do that yet, but that's something that's definitely in our radar because that would be very, very useful. Well, the, the thing that I like about this, this conversational uh, forms field so much is the idea that, you know, when you take a look at a complicated form, it's just a, it's just a complete switch off, isn't it? You know, Oh, really? Have I got to do that? And, and somehow disguise, making the fields bigger, making it, sort of it slides and it's got these wonderful animations it just somehow sucks you in a bit more and i was wondering if you'd got any data any metrics for for the kind of response rates whether people fill out the conversational ones more against the exact same form in a traditional way yeah absolutely and that's a great question and the short answer is i think it depends because it's going to depend on um like what type of form it is, right? Like if yeah. it's something that's like a job application or something that is fairly complex, you're probably better off using like a legitimate form because that's what those users are going to kind of expect. If it's a like a feedback form, yes. a survey form, like a you know more of like an after purchase or MPS type form, things that are like typically less than a dozen questions and are usually following up, we have found or we have seen like tremendous. Uh, success for people using conversational forms. I don't have any exact data to um, back it up, but I can tell you from talking to customers who are early adopters of this, um, and, and they're using conversational forms since it came out, that their um, conversion rates and form completion rates have like noticeably gone up after they switched. Okay. And, and like I said, most of those users are using it as like contact forms and stuff like that, mm. but where it really just seems to be knocking it out of the park is you know like following up with users after a purchase experience like hey you know what do you think of this product would you recommend this again you know that type of things where it's like pretty short and sweet and those are the type of situations where you really want to be conversational right it's like mm -hmm. hey you know i really appreciate you giving us the time to purchase our product or sign up for a service like you know would you mind just telling me a little bit more you know that type of thing and you want that you want that uh um just conversational feel. So yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's done really well for a bunch of users. So we're uh, we're very proud of it. The, the word I would use for it is it's just fun. It's just a fun way of filling out a form. Much more fun than the the ordinary traditional way, at least anyway. Um, okay, so changing subject, shifting the gears a little bit. I was wondering about you know with all the other form plugins that that are out there, I, I guess one of the things that constantly is in your inbox is. Okay, does it does it interact with this service? Can I bend it to interact with X service because uh, it, it doesn't appear to? It's not on the you know it's not on the the website. So I'm wondering if mm -hmm. if there's like a, a third party ecosystem that's developed. Do, do you have people who've built stuff atop of WP forms to make it do things uh, that you guys don't support? Yeah, there is an ecosystem and uh, it's not users that typically we are real close with or we talk to on a regular basis, but we are aware of it. If you go to uh, Envato's Code Canyon, I know there's last time I looked, maybe like half a dozen yep. add-ons on there that people have uh, written that do. I believe some of them were to various uh, marketing providers and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, we don't we don't have like direct contact or regular communication with those people. And we don't have like an official marketplace um, or, you know, I guess listing, you know, directory where we like prevent tell users. Typically what we do is because you're right, there are, there is like a million different uh, email service providers or, you know, network uh, providers. So, you know, you're never going to cover them all. Right. So mm -hmm. 
typically what we do is uh, we're real big on Zapier. Those those folks oh, okay. over there are just yeah, yeah, yeah. just fa- fantastic. So um, that's kind of what we gently nudge users to that need uh, something off the wall because nine out of 10 times Zapier can do it. Yep. Seven out of 10 times Zapier can do it and it's not a premium integration. So as long as it's not a premium integration and the user's not just doing um, like really high volume, Zapier is a, a real good kind of bridge the gap yeah. solution yeah, that, yeah. that we recommend. Yeah. Um, right. Now with that said, we do track obviously um, literally almost every feature request. <laughs> it gets quite large. So, so we do keep an eye on, you know, what, what users are asking for, you know, drip was something that we added last year. Yep. And, uh, you know, that was just because it, the, the number of users asking for it or requesting for it, um, you know, got the critical mass and, mm-hmm. and those dudes are, are doing great things over there. So we, we got that added. So I guess that neatly segues me into asking about possible roadmap features. So, um, you know, middle of 2019, here we are. What's what's planned for the rest of this year that you that you can reveal? Yeah, sure. Great question. Um, so one of the things that we will be we're working on getting started soon is uh, Ajax form submissions. Okay. So if you're a develop if you're a developer, you're like likely laughing right now, right? Because like, ah, oh, who doesn't have Ajax form submissions? Um, like, I think pretty much almost everyone has Ajax form submissions except for us. Uh, maybe except for maybe Contact Form Seven. But anyways, everyone has it, right? And this is nothing we had, but uh, that kind of proved like proved my point. Whenever we made the plugin, is because it was like we're just trying to get this thing out, right, and, mm-hmm. and get get released. So it was kind of like, okay, well, we could do Ajax form submissions or like we'll follow that up later. Uh, and let's just, you know, MVP style, get this out, right? So yep. that's what we went with. Didn't, didn't have Ajax form submission. My expectations were at the time that uh, that was going to be like this very popular request that, um, you know, we would be adding, you know, three to six months after, after initial release. <laughs> In reality, what happened is almost no one asked for it. Interesting. Because... If you're not a developer, you don't even know what Ajax is. No, you've no idea that that can be no, done. You're used yeah, to the yeah, yeah. you're used to the page reloading yeah, because yeah. that's pretty much what happens on any other form yeah. you fill out. Most, yeah. most forms across the internet outside of WordPress are not Ajax. Yeah. So what ended up happening is like literally no one asked for it. Um, now, of course, we're we're kind of hitting critical mass just due to our, due to our growth that you know it it is becoming a more popular request. So we're we're prioritizing it now. Um, so that's something we're, we're excited to finally, um, bring, you know, bring to people and for those users that have, have asked for it, understandably. Um, so that's something that's in the works, um, be out soon. Uh, Stripe updates are coming too, obviously, um, with all the data regulations and crazy, uh, legislation and stuff from all over the place, really that's happening. And I think believe some of it goes into effect in September. Uh, you know, we, we, we always have to keep a proactive eye on that and account for anything that needs to be done on that. And so Stripe will be getting, um, some updates for that. And then really just, you know, that's, that's kind of the two big things. And then just, uh, doing some internal improvements, you know, we're always looking to, uh, you know, clean things up we're, we're kind of at that age now like being three where um you know we're, we're starting to invest more time and resources into um now circling back now that we're like at a really good place right like yep. circling back and doing um internal improvements and cleanups and not like rewrite all the things type of type of approach but you know um 
just just improvements. One one very good uh, example that I can tell you because this is hopefully going to be out here at the end of the quarter is our uh, when you want to export entries. So oh, right now yeah. our entry our entry export is uh, it works for the most part. Very very no frills, right? You just click your in, what form it is and it, export entries, and it gives you a CSV and you go along your ways. But um, as we've grown, like there's several several issues with that. Like we don't have the fancy interface where you can select like I only want to export these fields, not all mm. fields, only these fields, you know. Or maybe I just want to export the last seven days, not not the last seven months, just the last seven days, right? So like, yeah, well, you can open this stuff up in Excel and you can kind of you know massage your CSV to only have that stuff. Um, you know, it's not it's nice to just be able to do that out of the box. Um, and then the other biggest thing was scaling. So the the method that we use right now for exports is uh, just nothing fancy and often doesn't scale well if you have just a boatload of entries. So if you have like, you know, 500 or 5,000 entries, your export's not going to have any issues. If you have like 500,000 entries, like there's no way, like our export's probably, <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's going to go down in flames. So um <laughs> So yeah, just little little internal improvements like that. You know, our, our Mailchimp integration is uh, working very well and is uh, very popular. But you know, it's it's been two and a half years, three years since we wrote it. So we're gonna look into uh, later this year. You know, spending some time sprucing that up and doing improvements and stuff. So nice. yeah. it's important that as we grow, we balance. Um, obviously, stuff like conversational forms and form pages. We want to continue to add new things, but we're being very mindful about um, kind of doing housekeeping, yeah. I guess you could say. Speaking of growth, um, what are the numbers? You know, I mean, that's one of the big things that I always want to know when I'm um, when I'm looking into new plugins. You know, I want to know about the history of the company and what they're, how long they've been around and what kind of support tiers they've gotten, all of that. Basically, I want to know that you've got my back. So one of the metrics that I'm always interested in is how many people have got this on their website? Because that, that's a that's a good good measure of how, how trusted it is. So so that, how many people are using uh, WP Forms at this moment? Sure. So I believe it was almost two weeks exactly-ish. Excuse me. We crossed uh, 2 million active installs on okay. WordPress.org. So, <laughs> That's a good number. Yeah. Now, I don't know where that is on the first page of the popular plugins, but we're definitely um, definitely up there. Very, very excited and honored to be in the uh, the 2 million club because there's we're with some very elite company. Yeah. If you go to the, you know, the .org page and, and look, you know, and if you would have asked me, you know, if we we're going to be at 2 million whenever we were kind of getting things started uh, two years ago, I would have uh, just just told you you were crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's amazing. That's really, really well done. Do you do um, do you do support in like 24/7? Are we on tickets? Are we on chat on the on the website? How, how do you interact with your uh, customers? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, we do support through mostly through Help Scout. So okay. if yeah. our our, cust- our customers essentially log into their account panel, and inside their account panel, there's a you know a support form which then uh, you know pushes it over to Help Scout, and then all, all things on our end happen there. Um, of course, if you're a light user, um, we do actually unlike other some other people, we do actually provide limited support to light users, and that happens obviously on WordPress. Uh, .org support forms. So we're not going to go like, you know, dumpster diving to find like hardcore conflicts or stuff like that for, for light users. But we definitely do our best 
to kind of get them taken care of. So a good example is, you know, they're, they're just like, oh, well, you know, by default, the, the submit button's green, uh, gray, and, you know, it'd be really nice if, we, nice if we can make it green and with white text, you know, stuff like that we, uh, we, we definitely take care of because we want the user to have a good experience regardless of what, what version WP Forms are using. But, yeah, so that's support. Um, right now our hours are loosely, our official hours are, uh, I believe, 9 to, 9 to 5 Eastern but we do have some coverage outside that. That's just when the bulk of our support agents are on, but we actually have support agents that um, do start even earlier than that. So we have we probably have like a 12 hour um, coverage. So we're not to the level of, uh, you know, 24 hours or anything okay. like that. Well, but- no, fair enough. It's, I would imagine it's unlikely that you're gonna need to critically fix a form, uh, you know. I've- you never know. Probably somebody yeah, somewhere right. will say, yeah, I really do need to critically fix a form. I'm just going to go to wpforms.com forward slash, sorry, wpforms, yeah, dot com forward slash pricing. And I'm looking at the, the packages here because, again, this is something everybody's going to want to know. We've got um, different tiers. The pricing may vary from the time that I'm looking at this. but I, So I won't mention the pricing because I know that from time to time you do offers. And, and at the moment there's an yeah. offer and maybe there isn't when this goes live. But we've got a basic tier. We've got a plus tier. We've got four tiers. We've got a pro tier and we've got an elite tier. Um, typical stuff, you know, every tier that you that you pay a little bit more, more stuff is bundled on top. Um, do you want to just broadly, quickly say what 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 you gain the more money you pay? Yeah, sure. So um, the basic license is kind of the standard license. Uh, that's very popular for those users who are coming from um, the light. So if they're using light, oftentimes they'll use it for a while, and then they're like, you know what? Um, it'd be nice to have the address field because I need a more complex field there. Um, you know, I, I would like to be able to manage the entries inside my WordPress database, not only just get it in my email, that type of thing. So that's what, um, that's what base basic provides you is kind of, you know, all the fancy fields. Now you can store entries, you know, all, all that type of stuff. Um, from there, then you have the plus which plus is more or less the same, except you get all the email or newsletter uh, marketing providers. So MailChimp, Aweber, Drip, you know, yep. constant contact, everything like that. So that's that's kind of just designed for the people who uh, maybe they don't need all the fancy things, but they want to take their leads and pipe them into MailChimp or Drip. Um, the next level up is Pro, which is kind of like our best deal, so to speak. And that's like the um, kind of the powerhouse. You know, you you basically get everything, uh, all the payment stuff, PayPal, Stripe, surveys and polls, obviously conversational forms that we just discussed, and pretty much everything. Um, and you get 20 sites. So, you know, if you're running a network of sites or something like that, it's uh, popular, obviously, you do get kind of a priority support. Your tickets get kind of flagged with extra urgency um, and whatnot. And then lastly, we have the Elite, which is right right now it's 100 bucks more. And Elite is very similar to Pro, other that um, there's no site restrictions and um, you basically get premium support, which is kind of the highest level that we offer. So if you're a WAS user, I love that acronym, WAS, uh, WordPress as a service user, the, the Elite license will also um, install on multi-site as well. So that's a, a nice yes. option. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, the payments and everything, I know that a lot of plugins, maybe you do take this approach, maybe you don't. Um, do you do uh, a discount, you know, uh, for the second year round? 
No, we actually do not do okay. um, renewal discounts. So okay, so it is because just what you see. Most, most, yeah, most of the users are using a coupon that uh, they get during year one, so they get year one discounted essentially, and okay. then year two is full price. Fair enough. I mean, it's not you know, there's nothing outlandish about the pricing that I'm looking at. It looks completely commensurate with with what you're with what you're giving to me. Speaking of giving to me, the um the the guys over at WP Forms they've given us a, a WP Forms Pro license, um, and we're gonna give it away in some way, shape, or form. I'm not exactly sure at the time that I'm saying these words how that's gonna be, but it maybe be a typical giveaway that we do very often when um when we do these kind of things. That's really kind of you. Thank you very much for that i really appreciate it yeah absolutely we're we're excited to uh to give that away yeah and hopefully get yourself another you know customer and and some some great support the the thing that keeps me coming back to your stuff is your really good marketing i don't know if anybody else listening to this is signed up to the wp forms marketing but i i i i'm subscribed to everything every single wordpress thing i get it and let's just say that some are better than others and the wp forms marketing is about exactly the sweet spot of what you want they send you stuff that you need to know at the time they've that they need to tell you you know it's not like a bunch of emails kind of um here's something interesting that we thought you might like to know about that's got nothing Uh, to do with forms it's just here's here's some form stuff that we've done and so i appreciate your marketing it's it's right right where it should be so thank you for that and um, yeah, that's it. Um, all, all I'm going to say is, Jared, if you if you want to take the floor and you've got as long as you like to to say anything you like about where you are, what your twi- Twitter handle is, what your URL is for your, your private blog, whatever, uh, go for it. Yeah, thanks. So for me, you can follow me on Twitter. User, uh, the Twitter name is Jared Atch. Um, basically just kind of tweet about uh, business, usually technology, marketing, the you know, WP Forms related stuff, no uh, no BS, no politics, nothing like that. So that's where you can follow me. Obviously, um, WP Forms, WPForms.com. Uh, our Twitter is easy, let's see, easywpforms.com, or easywpforms is the Twitter handle. Um, we have a Facebook page and whatnot you can follow. But yeah, for sure, follow us on um, the blog. There also in the sidebar is uh, the blog if you don't want to be old school and follow uh, via RSS, which I don't think anyone does that anymore. There is a newsletter sign up, so you can just kind of basically the newsletter is like get our announcements. And um, as you said, we kind of be we we try to like be very uh, gracious with that, right? Like if you're giving us your email, um, it's our job to like just not bombard you with yeah, uh, yeah. with stuff. So we we really limit it to either just uh, promotional uh, sales and stuff like that, which we don't do super often, or uh, announcements. And, yeah. and really, like we're not one of those companies, like every time we push release, we do an announcement, right? So we only do, we only do announcements for stuff that's like noteworthy. Uh, that we think is going to add value and, you know, users should should discover and know about. So, so yeah, you could definitely uh, subscribe to the newsletter on our blog. Thank you. Uh, I have to say, I, I am that one person who still uses an RSS reader. I, I still, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot remove it from my life. It's too, it's too valuable. There's too much information in there that I couldn't possibly get in other ways. So, uh, yeah, I still do it. Thanks, Jared, for coming on and talking to us today about WP Forms. Much appreciated. Nope, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I had a, had a great time. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a nice chat talking about how WP forms came into the marketplace. Um, it is actually a couple of months, several months, in fact, since we recorded that. So I don't know if the features have been updated. So it might be worth going to WP forms and checking that out. But uh, yeah, certainly looks like a, a worthy forms alternative if you've already got an incumbent plugin in your back pocket ready to deploy. Maybe go and have a look at WP forms and see if it can do something, something unique and interesting for you. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by Page Builder Cloud. If you want to dramatically speed up your WordPress website workflow, then check out Page Builder Cloud. It securely saves all your templates to your own cloud. You can then reuse them on any other website in seconds. Page Builder Cloud works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, Breezy, Gutenberg, and many more. But it's not just for page builders. You can save your contact forms and ACF layouts too. You can get a free trial today at pagebuildercloud.com. And WP and Up. One in four of us will be directly affected by mental health-related illness. WP and Up supports and promotes positive mental health within the WordPress community. This is achieved through mentorship, events, training, and counselling. Please help enable WP and Up by visiting wpandup.org forward slash give. Okay, I hope that you managed to pick up some deals in the Black Friday sales, if that's your thing. Remember the WP Builds page for that is wpbuilds.com forward slash black. Um, join us next week. Next Thursday, we'll have another podcast episode. Very likely, it'll be David and I having a discussion. Or there's Monday. We put out the WordPress weekly news at a very early time in the morning, or it's just me talking about the WordPress news. And then 2 p.m. on Monday, every Monday, in the WP Builds Facebook group or the live page, wpbuilds.com forward slash live, you can join us and some notable WordPress guests talking about the WordPress news. Anyway, I hope you have a good week. It's time for me to fade in some awful cheesy music and say bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.